What's good, everybody? It's your boy Fresco of House Fresh. First of his name, King of the North, Lord Commander of the Night's Watch, Rightful King of the Andals, and the Seven Kingdoms. You can follow me on Twitter at Fresco Ben Famous. That's B-I-N Famous. And on Instagram at Fresco Fame. You did? And it's your boy, Flaw 700, a.k.a. Flaw Claw Van Damme, a.k.a. Flaw Cigar. Oh! You bitch. A.K.A. your boy, dumb some goy. Sucky, okay, Saki Sue, you sock it to me, I sock it to you. Hey, I don't want to go off on a tangent right now, but before I forget, because I know I'm going to forget, I saw this meme where they said that, well, it's not a meme, it's actually real news, that New York is about to legalize nunchucks again. The fuck? <laughs> so in my head, Wait, in my what? head, I'm like, what? Like that was actually a thing. Oh shit! And I forgot who said it in the group, but it was like, son, did you know what New York looked like in the '80s? That's and I said, the last dragon it. was a real thing. Like niggas was really Bruce Lee the boy in really Harlem, Kung Fu master. <laughs> like so, that's that's a real thing. Hey man, you better have my money for a roundhouse kick your ass. I ain't fucking playing with you. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to the last dragon, man. That's one of my favorite movies, man. If y'all don't know, Dumb Some Goy was the actual master. In the movie, it wasn't show enough. It wasn't Bruce Leroy. It was dumb some goy. Nah, man, Bruce Lee was the, Leroy was the master. T- dumb, technically, dumb the last few minutes of the movie, uh, he was the master the whole time. You right? You right? You right? The whole time, That's the whole point of the movie, that dude. He did. You you right? You right? But dumb some goy was no. It was a fucking computer. <laughs> what you trying to justify this shit for? It was he wasn't even a person. Like, <laughs> all right, but. Tell him who Dumb Some Goy was. The master, nigga. I just said it. All right. All right. So we can get into our weeks, man. Hey, it's just us this week, man. So uh, no guests. It's just us. We're going to rock out with y'all, It's the first time we've been in Starbucks since we've been recording here that we have a person featured featured on the episode. Yeah, we we did have a guest uh, said they was coming through. They couldn't make it. Couldn't make it. It's all good. It happens. We'll reschedule all that and give you people... That decent, that good interview. But it is, but it is tough when you think you got a show. That's a excuse me, a show that's about to happen, and then you got to rearrange everything in mm-hmm. the last five minutes. But well, we so fucking lit that we can split that whole verse into a whole nother scheme with it. Uh-huh. Charlie Clips. This nigga wasn't watching the Charlie Clip battle. Nah, man, something before just, he got it's here. Just, it's just improv. I'm nice like that. Gotcha. So how was your week though? <laughs> um, my week has been kind of shitty, man. I've been nursing this cough. Like a motherfucker. So if you hear me coughing throughout the show or whatever, just pardon me. I'm battling it. Um, I actually had a real bad case of acid reflux earlier this week, bro. Oh, so you got the burns? Like, no, I don't. I had acid reflux. <laughs> I was, what the fuck you talking about? <laughs> no, I had acid reflux. The burns does sound kind of nasty. I ain't gonna it lie sounds to disgusting. You. It sounds kind of nasty. Yeah. I got to stop using that. I would appreciate it if you did. <laughs> Especially <laughs> referencing me and shit I got going on. <laughs> acid reflux, goddamn. <laughs> Clear. But um, yeah, that shit was really fucking me. Like, And I was just paying attention to shit that I've been eating. I've been... Really paying attention to shit I've been eating this week mm-hmm. because of, um, like, I looked it up and everything and what causes acid reflux and shit. And this mad shit that I eat on a regular basis. I was like, damn, this is like setting a bitch up for, like, death or something. Because that burning sensation you get, that shit is terrible, yo. And then you keep burping. But that shit actually made me throw up one night, which is what really tripped me out. I was like, oh, shit. It was fucking fruit punch and acid. Like, that's all it was. That shit was, it was disgusting. 
So now I got to go into a new year like the rest of y'all. January 1st, new year, new me. I got to get in the gym and act like I'm eating a whole bunch of good shit. I'm, I'm really going to put my best foot forward and do it, though, because I don't want to experience nothing like that again. Um, I've, I've learned my lesson. Healthy eating is on the way. You're getting to that age, man. Like, Yeah, I am. I am. So that's what's happening with that. My son was sick this week. Um, I'm going to go see him another day. I probably got this cough from him. Actually, I think about it because, you know, kids, they be sick, but they still themselves. Like, he's still running around playing and everything like that, but he coughing every which way. Mm. So, but he's good, though. And, um, yeah, man, that was that was pretty much my week, man. Chill shit. Christmas shit and shit and shit. Before I get into my week, man, it slipped. Um, I almost forgot. We do got us. We do have some some good men. A few good men in the building with us joining us, man. It's a good man. movie, too. We got a... Um, we got Ace Boogie in the building. Acito. And um, just like that, I forgot your name. Brian. Tell me one more time. Brian. We got Acito and Brian. We got Ace Boogie and Brian. We got two new cameramen, man. Yeah, I don't know where Graves went. That motherfucker. I don't is know a where Graves at. Nigga. But we got Ace Boogie and Brian you in the know, building, man. So shout out to them for coming through, man. Shadows um, only come out every once in a while, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, um, but as far as my week go, what did I do this week? What did I do this week? I don't remember what I was doing earlier in the week besides working, but yesterday was the gift give back that um Quayshawn and Kisa. Yeah, shout out to uh Q, Quayshawn, and the vendors and the sponsors, um Alamaze for letting them host um, a venue. Host a venue. Host event, right? That was a very dope event. There was a kid in there who actually said this was the best day of his life. Oh, I heard him say it. So. Just to have one kid say that is huge, and you know what I'm saying? It just does a lot for the spirit. And I was in there- Did it put you in a Christmas spirit when he said that? I thought it was dope. It, was, it wasn't for me. It was for them. It was just like, yo, Q, like, yo, this is dope you're doing, man. The not kids, what I asked you. No, no, it didn't put me more oh, in the Christmas spirit. I'm just saying. It was a dope moment, but it was for them. You know you what I'm saying? You mean when she was snowing at that moment? Nah. Hell no, bro. I don't want no snow, because that means I got a shovel. That means I got to show. That means I got to dig somebody else out the snow. I don't want no snow, especially where we live. Like yo, that area, that snowed up area. Niggas with muscles, yo. Niggas with muscles don't want to do no muscle hey, yo, work. Hey, yo, like, hey, that shit don't make no sense. I don't care how much muscles you got. That shovel yo, and that snow weighs a lot. When it's time son, for some strong nigga shit son, to be done, we, son, who the fuck do you know? Ask? Do you know how much? Do you know how much? Like when you got a shovel, depending on how big your shovel is, the size of your shovel, and you fill that shovel up with snow. It's no joke. You don't live more than snow. And then, and then, you here's don't the live thing. more than the weight of snow. Here's what you're missing. Here's what you're missing. It's not about lifting snow. It's about doing it for about twenty to thirty minutes. Your back, huh? Your back. Are you country Wayne? <laughs> <laughs> huh? Let me tell you something. <laughs> huh? Your back. Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> like That's exactly how country Wayne be coming. To. <laughs> like yo, shoveling snow ain't no I mean, joke. Listen, shoveling snow for me is definitely annoying, right? But I also ain't that goddamn buff. I mean, I do 20 push-ups a day here and there and shit like that, but I ain't out at the gym. Now, if it blizzards outside, I'm, yo, flaw, you try, I'll help you, but I'm not going out there while you still in the crib. Like, nah, like, who do you know works out at the gym and can't wait for that snow day? Man. When it snows on Monday, I'm going to kill that shit. It's not about... Nobody. It's not about anticipating it, but when it comes, it's a strong nigga job. That's all I'm saying. And niggas with muscles don't want to do their goddamn job. Let me drop the science you on you real quick. You don't want to come outside with no shirt let on. Let me drop... Like, I don't get it. Let, like, me drop, let me drop the science on you real quick. 
We work out to put on tight shirts and look good in pics. That's about it. All that shoveling snow, lifting this, because you got... That ain't part of the deal. Ladies, this shit is it's a fraud. It's not part of the so deal. So you can get you a skinny nigga and be just as good. Yo, you go to the gym so you can put on that medium shirt and look good in That's the pic. It. That's it, bro. That's it. Fuck that. <laughs> All I do is put on some, do some push-ups to put on a medium shirt. That's it. We get money. But anyway. Did I finish my week? I don't know, but that was very interesting. I just needed to dive into that. Shout out to the, um, shout out to uh, Quay Sean and them for the gift, uh, gift back. Yes. Um, what I watch? I watched this movie that everybody was talking about Six. Saturday. Uh, what's Bird it? Box. Bird Box. I heard of it. It's pretty decent because I like to watch my movies. If it's on Netflix, I got to watch it. Excuse me. In HDR, 4K. If it's in HDR. What is that? It's a high resolution uh, picture. Picture. So I've been watching TV wrong all the yes. time? Yes. Yes. Hey, listen, if you got a 4K TV, then you know what it is. If you don't, I feel sorry for your mother. Anyways. Yes, your mother too. No. Well, all right. Because <laughs> I don't have that shit. I'm the only one. I'm the only one. So what the fuck? I don't have that. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I'm the only one that actually, yeah. So I watch 4K HDR resolution and it's just the visuals of things make it dope. Like it could be a trash movie, but it's the visuals that I like the way it looks. So, so you'll sit there and watch a trash ass movie because, because it, it looks, looks good, good on facts. TV. If you got a 4K TV, you know what it is. Why can't you will you just watch put on a good movie. What I'm saying to you is, <laughs> is that enjoyable to watch? You'll give it a shot. Bird Box, Sandra Bullock, um, Little Rail was in it. Um, a few other people that you might know. What I'm saying to you is, is when I see it on Netflix, I might go, hmm. Do I want to spend two hours of my day watching this? I decided to do it because it was in HDR. If it was not in HDR, I wouldn't have done it. How many of your movies on Netflix come in HDR for? I think Netflix is where you get most of your HDR content from. So if without you Netflix, a- the HDR TV really wouldn't benefit nobody. So does the HDR TV come with Netflix? Is like a smart. They do now. Oh, okay. Most most. I can say almost all HDR TVs come smart. Well, if you can afford a TV like that, you should be able to afford a monthly subscription to Netflix. So it's not no little boy TV. Actual factual. So that's what I did. I watched uh, the Bird Box joint. It was a hype because I can say the high resolution. But I heard people that, say it was trash. A lot of people were saying it was trash. Because they watched it on regular HD. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Ooh. They watched it on a regular shmangler. It's weird, though. When shit is popular or shit becomes a hit, in the world today, it's like it's like a tug of war on social media for who thinks it's whack and who thinks it's dope. Like, and people, it like if everybody likes one thing, there's always a few people on social media like, I can't believe y'all like that shit. That shit trash. It's like, nigga, just let us fucking like it. Right. I think social media has made everything a non-ending debate. This is true. A non-ending I debate. I think that back in the day when you heard music, I think that the friends you had around, because remember back in the day, um, and I don't want to speak for you, but all my friends, we like the same music. So when the album dropped, we all would sit around and listen, and listen to, to that music. And we mm-hmm. all loved it. And we all considered it a classic. Now, if something drops and you like it, but then you go on social media and it's everybody's trying to make you feel bad for liking something right. that you like. Right. I'm like, yo, fuck you and your opinion, my nigga. You can think it's trash. That's fine. That's why when it gets to the point of after I say how I feel about it and you say how I feel and you say how you feel. All right, well, cool. If we disagree, we just disagree. I agree to disagree, bro. I respect your opinion. I ain't gonna keep going back and forth with you about some shit that you like versus what I like. Like, right? Nah. But before we go too deep into um, what we actually came to discuss, we're gonna switch things around, man. Normally, we do all fuckers you doing at the end of the show, but this fuckers you doing is very special. And with 
that being said. I love that nigga for that shit every time. I say that shit every time. Podcast Brothers episode 117? Yes, sir. Podcast Brothers episode 117. This week's Fuck Is You Doing is dedicated to a special kind of asshole. The kind of asshole you never want to see again or hear of ever again. Where we in the great state of New Jersey. It's a small state, so, and with social media... It's even smaller world, so all the information is compressed and is very, very easy to find. There was a high school wrestling match in um, Bora, Buena. I've never heard of that city before, but in New Jersey. Buena, New Jersey, where there was a wrestling match where a young African-American male had dreadlocks. And he was approached by the referee and was told that he needed to cut his hair or that he would not be able to wrestle this match. And the young man, you know, wanting to perform his sport and do what he came to do, agreed to the haircut of having his hair cut off so he can win, so he can go forward and win the match. Um yeah. Um I don't wrestle, don't know a lot about wrestling, but I don't think dreads get in the way of you wrestling. Especially if it's a referee there. It's not like it's a street fight. It's like, yo, bro, I don't want to pull your hair. You got to cut your shit off before we fight. Like, no, it's it's uh, it's a regulated sport, you know what I'm saying, that is deeply rooted within some of these kids' genes. And some of these schools are big wrestling schools. Now, I'm not into wrestling like that. I don't know much about wrestling. But this actually has shit to do with wrestling. What does this young man's hair have to do with him being able to compete? And why is it that... When, when, do, when do wrestling season start? I'm, I imagine it's pretty deep into it at this point. Why has he been allowed to wrestle up until this point with his hair? If that was the case, shouldn't he have been told this at the beginning of the wrestling season? Listen, don't, due to such and such regulations with your haircut, you wouldn't be able to perform in this sport. But for it to be halfway through the season, or maybe the end of the season, and for this random ref named uh, Alan Maloney, it's the whitest name ever. Sounds racist. Jesus Christ. Might as well be Alan Malarkey. That's what the fuck it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Alan Malarkey. Alan Malarkey um, ordered Johnson, which is the kid's name, Andrew Johnson, to cut his hair off. Um, when I saw the video, it was on Twitter. I didn't watch it at first because I already knew what was happening. I was like, I don't feel like being emotionally moved today. But when I watched it, it made me think like, do people want that much control? What was it about this man's hair that was so much of a problem that you had to have him cut his hair? Was the kid wrestling against him, your son, and you knew he was going to get his ass whooped? So you tried to, you know what I'm saying, pull a, pull a rug from up under his feet? I don't know. I don't know. I've also heard reports as well that this particular ref has had issues, accusations with uh, racist acts 
before. I'm not sure if it was in regards to refereeing or his personal life, but it did mention in the article that his name has been brought up in these types of situations before. Alan Maloney, Alan Maloney Malarkey, you white mayo sandwich on white bread, Nazi bald motherfucker. You did not have to make that man cut his hair to perform in this bout. That's fucked up. They should make you cut your hair before you referee. Uh, he probably was bald anyway. Most old white men are bald. I think, if I recall the image, I think he's holding on to something. He got the George Jefferson? Yeah, I think he's somewhere in that range. But it looks worse with white people, though, because when they start balding in the middle, their hair is, like, mad thin. And you can <laughs> see where it's falling you, out. You at can the see rest. the entire right, scalp. Right. <clears throat> Alan Maloney. Um... I also want to say that he's been suspended. He's no longer eligible to referee in any more New Jersey uh, matches until the NJSIAA completes his investigation into why he made him cut his hair. And I think that's a good thing. I hope he got suspended with no pay. I hope you don't ever get another referee job in the whole fucking country. And if you do, I hope you fucking referee and cockfighting in Mexico. <laughs> Alan Maloney, what the fuck is you doing? I don't think the ref knew what type of strength you gave that little man. Right, right. I'm about to listen. I can't put pause on you. I'm about to get you, but I'm about to get your ass. <laughs> so my thing is, you touched on it. You touched on it. It was just like. I'm pretty sure this wasn't their first match, and even if it was, that's up for the that's up for the coaching staff, the school, the the wrestling committee, all of the above to know the rules of hair. Right. That's that, and that's that, and the third. But a few things that I thought about was number one, the parents or guardian, and number two, what did the hair did the hair mean something to him? Um, hair normally identifies you as to you know who. You know, right? It it it, it identifies it's a you. Self-expression. Your hair means something. Yeah, it's self-expression. At the same time, and I'm not playing devil's advocate at all. Watch and don't take boy. this the wrong way. No, not at all. But my son, he's very random with what he does. You know, one day you'll see him with a mohawk. The next you'll see him with a Caesar trying to grow waves. The next minute you see him with a little fro. I don't know what his hair means to him. <laughs> so, I mean, well, it's obviously he likes to play with it. He likes to design it to see what he does like. So he's kind of experimenting with his look. So I want to separate my hair identifies me from I'm just playing or I'm just trying to figure myself out as well. Understand what I'm saying? Um, so when it comes down to I'll put my son in that situation and I'm not even going to talk about the parents yet. We can talk about that after, after this. I put my son in that situation. If he was a wrestler and the, and the, uh, the ref said, hey, you got to cut that mohawk off because <laughs> it gives you a competitive advantage or whatever his excuse was. How? Whatever, whatever his right. excuse was, and my son said, and my son didn't have a choice to either cut it off or lose, and the whole team loses. It will, to me, it'll be disrespectful, kind of, but. I don't. I wouldn't rest on his hair means something to him type of vibe. You understand what I'm saying? I don't think that's for everybody. I right. don't know. I don't know what that young man's hair meant to him. If I, it meant the world to him, I honestly don't. It's it's not so much about the hair, but it's 
the discrimination against the hair. But see, I'm not talking about that part. I'm talking about, because we got to break this down in layers. Because when you're on social media, you'll have different audiences, you'll have different groups debating on why this was so wrong. Some say it's the hair and what it means to them. And some say it's just plain old racist. Some say it's just plain old, you know, wrong. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just trying to say, I'm just trying to go from the standpoint of is my son has a head full of hair and any given day he can switch up. So if the, if the wrestling committee said, Hey, you got to cut that off or you can't wrestle. I think he'd be okay with that. I think. Right. But at the same time, it's all about presentation. If that's the rules at the beginning of the season, okay, cool. I'll walk into it knowing that I can't wrestle with his hair. But you're not going to let me wrestle for a whole fucking season. And then when this particular match comes up, now for whatever reason, I can't have hair. I've been wrestling all fucking season with it. Why not? Absolutely. It's so disrespectful because he got his hair cut by scissors at during the match. That's oh, how that's match. how you know how how yo. Like that was the part that got me, which is yes. like, like, how disrespectful can you be to actually take some scissors and just and, and it just, was just cut? It wasn't no precision with it neither. Like when niggas go to the barbershop, you sit down and take your time for a reason. Like they was just hacking his shit. Like, like come on, man. absolutely. And then I'd have told my son, I'm like, listen, I'd have came down at the motherfucking stands. I'm like, no, don't touch his hair. And I'd have left it completely up to him. You know what I'm saying? I would have made a big... Oh, you motherfuckers going to hear from me after this. But ultimately, I would have left it up to him. Listen, you don't have to catch your shit if you don't want to. We can leave this motherfucker right now. But if you feel that strongly about it and you still want to fight, this uh, or wrestle rather, the decision is up to you. You know what I'm saying? But either way, I'm going to see you, motherfucker, pointing at the ref in the back and shit. I'm, I, don't, I don't know. They, I don't know. I don't know. And then and they got they got headgear on too, like he wears a head brace. You like you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So or, I don't and know. Just, and, just, and just like you said, that was the question I was going to go there too. The parents, I saw a, a post on the chat. Uh, the, the mother wrote something, and she just was like, you know, it was one of the most uncomfortable um, situations she's ever been in. Her child is okay now, but he was kind of like shook up at first, but he's good now. But if you're there in the audience um, watching your child. Go through this, like what? Are, like what are the moves that you're making? I'm coming straight out the bleachers, cause mm. you're gonna hear my foot's coming down. The, you know when the loud ass noises the bleachers make when you were doom doom. Oh shit, that's that nigga dad. But that's the thing though, cause I think as how how quick it was. Let's say you you you're you're in the bleachers. You don't know what kind of conversation that they're having, so you might not figure it out until you see old girl grab grab him by the ponytail and snip. By the time you figure out what's going on, the hair is gone. So you got to think of what kind of reaction are you having then? Because you're, think about it. I probably would have came down, because obviously there was some type of conversation or commotion that took place prior to the hair being cut. And I know that's not how most of these wrestling matches start off. So what's the problem? I want to know off the rip. Mm. Know off the rip. What's the problem? Yo, why they ain't wrestle yet? What the fuck is they talking about? I can see that happening, but you're, it's, it's not, to me, and this is me, it wouldn't go off as if something's really, really, really bad about to happen. Because I think we see this kind of conversation all the time. Oh, his shorts might be, his his gear might not be of standard. His shorts might be too short. Stuff like that. And you just, hey, coach, coaches, what's going on? You try to get in time contact with the coaches. I'm just saying by the time That's you- That's why you take your ass down off the bleachers. <laughs> oh, you're going to be one of them parents. Yeah. Oh, you yeah, ain't start yeah. yet? What's going on? Yeah, that's why you take your ass off the bleachers and you ask direct questions. I don't have time to sit around and wait for a motherfucker to give me an answer. By the time you wait for the answer, the shit is going to be done. There ain't nothing you're going to be able to do about it. You're going to be pissed in retrospect. Let me get them answers ahead of time, if I'm able to. So just to, I don't know if it's playing devil's advocate, but just as being parents and having sons. That's true, Jovi. I'm on Instagram Live. Shout out to the Instagram Live. 
But as being parents and having sons, do you look at this and say, because as parents, you always want to protect your child, no matter what. But sometimes do you, can you see this as some, a little bit of a good thing that they'll go through this and see like how they handled it? You understand yeah, what I'm saying? Absolutely. It's um it's it's a um it's a life lesson, like Jovi just said in the um on a live. And I ain't even looking. So yeah, she said he just experienced the not so nice things in life. And we don't want our kids can't to protect your children forever. So that's that's a fact. And that's that's basically what I'm getting Some at. Some stuff you do gotta learn experience on your own, but blatant disrespect and racism and discrimination like that, I'm not gonna let my son face that alone if I'm there. Mm. Like, of course, there are going to be situations that he's going to have to face and figure out on his own, and hopefully he can do that through my teachings. But if I'm there, you ain't got to lift a motherfucking finger, nigga. So fuck. I, I definitely feel you that if I'm there, but at the same time, you know, just like I, I think we're agreeing on that it's nothing that we can do about it if we're not there, you know? It's like right. you're you're going to deal with some type of racism, some type of discrimination, you know, and he handled it very well. Now, my issue with this is this might have hurt him in a mental way that we don't really understand right now. You understand what I'm saying? Would it be okay if he shot up his high school? It could. Well, see, well, <laughs> it's not going to be okay because he's black <laughs> and nobody's going to care about the trauma. I jumped out, I jumped out the window yeah. right there. Nobody's going to care about the trauma that he's actually going through right now. Cause that's basically what that's, it was. That's what's happening he, all the time. Anyway, he wrestled. And when you saw him get up, he had tears in his eyes. The ref raised his hand. Man, he didn't want that. He yeah. walked off. Nigga, and it was just like, how do you how do you deal with that now? And that's just something that I'm I mean, not he can going deal with through. it. I think he, I think he's able to deal with it. I think he was a if he was able to stand there and be strong enough to stand through the haircut and the whole process and still go out and win the match in the Sutton OT. I, I think he got a strong enough head on the shoulders to be able to get past that situation and move forward and apply that lesson. So last question, we can move on. Are you taking one for the team? You are the last match. This is You are the last dragon. You won't let the powers of the globe. What'd he say? I know he's gonna do that. Because I that's why I ain't sing. Nigga, I don't know what the fuck he said. But <laughs> if you were the last match and this was for the championship, and you know it's dead wrong because they wouldn't have let you go this long with your hair on, but are you taking one for the team? <sighs> I don't know, man. Where we at? Was it like I don't know what round it was? Was it like championship? Was it like playoffs? Like what's? I'm gonna just say it all counts because I'm not gonna say this is the championship, but y'all record matters. Like y'all record right. matters, so this could put y'all in the playoffs. It could qualify you for the tournament. Whatever it is that they got going on in the wrestling. But you know what though? And 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 all honestly, either way, like the discrimination wins. It's either I walk away and I can't wrestle. Or I wrestle and I lose my hair. Like, either way, that motherfucker gets what they want. Does it win? Isn't that what Martin Luther King was kind of, like, preaching about most of the time? Like, turn another cheek towards this yeah, type of nonsense? Yeah, but in that moment, you feel as though you, you've you been played. You know what I'm saying? But With every decision. Yeah, but he didn't... He didn't want to cut his hair. Up you yours, ref. I still won. Yeah, but he still won. But he 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 lost. I feel like he may feel like he lost a little bit of dignity. Because it was... It, he, he either had to cut his hair or walk away from wrestling. Like, well, you know what I'm saying? He loses... Something that he obviously wants or cares about either way. In the We've process. been brought up on the Malcolm or Martin situation. Yeah, it's but the, that's the way it is. But that don't make it. That don't mean you I'm just not saying watch it over. Yeah, we understand the dynamic of it. But in that moment, you, like, yeah, what the fuck? Like, I mean, he chose. Gonna, he chose to be Martin. Right. So, but that's what Martin has. Like, listen. Okay. I mean, I mean, we he know that been Martin if he walked away. If he walked away with his hair, he I think been Malcolm would have been more rebellious. Like, now I'm not doing nothing. Whitey say that's more Malcolm. 
I mean, me. but it's still it's still not violent though. It's still all right. Well, I'm a, I'm gonna leave here with my hair and my dignity. When then he left with a haircut and the W. So you know. So which one? So are you taking one for the team? Uh probably not. Fuck my team. Mm. <laughs> Fuck ah. the niggas. And and I looked at his team. They was giving him all high fives. It was all white boys. You ain't got no fucking hair. Like, yeah. All crew cuts and shit. Don't give me no goddamn five. You don't even understand. You don't have none. But I get it, team morale and everything like that. Mm. I get it. But um, that's a hard choice for me. That's a hard choice for me. Right. It, it does depend on where you're coming from. Are you with this wrestling group? Are you a part of this team because you're looking for Was he the best player on a, on a wrestling team? You know what I'm saying? Was mm. he the star wrestler? Was that match the highlight match of the season? That if they won that, they was guaranteed to go And did you bust, And did you bust your ass trying to make this team? You right. was the last one selected. You right. know what I'm saying? So it's, it's a There's lot, There's different man. things that play into it's it. It's a me, lot, man. I probably would have walked away with my dick. I probably wouldn't have let them make me fold like that, honestly, because I'm too much of a left field type guy. I'd be like, man, get the fuck out of here. I'm not doing that just because you said so. You're going to have to show me a rule book or some documentation. I'm just happy he won. Because had he would have lost, oh. He, then it would have been okay oh. for him to shoot up the school. But I think he... <laughs> Oh shit! Nah, nah, hey, yo, nah, 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 nah. I take school shooting seriously, guys. Don't don't take that too seriously. I think he did it the right way, though. Um, sacrifice and then let everybody else fight his battle for him. You know, he's he, he's still a kid. Yeah. It's not for him. He he cut his hair. He won the match, and now you let us, the grown folks, the the, the black and powerful, the voices, you let us handle it. Because guess what happened? The the ref is officially gone. He um is banned from. Um, refereeing in New Jersey, I believe. Just so. don't pull no Rodney King, man. When anybody riding for you and shit, you come out and say some shit like, can't we all just get along? Like, I mean, well, <laughs> he's around white people. He might go to a white school. He might be under the impression that he don't see color and he don't know racism. I don't know. He he might he might be that type well, of guy. It's it CU, nigga. That, that would burn, though. It's like it's everybody CU. sticking their neck out for you. You just be like, hey, listen. Nah. Hey, man, can we all just get along, guys? I mean, it was just a haircut, you know? <laughs> uh, well, fuck it then, man. Oof. Coming to your calls, no goddamn more. <laughs> Introducing the amazing iPhone XS you'll love on T-Mobile, the most loved in wireless. It's the perfect way to stay connected to those you heart most. Fall in love with iPhone XS on T-Mobile. And right now, trade in an eligible iPhone, and you'll save $300. Visit a store or call 1-800-T-MOBILE. If you cancel service, remaining balance is due. Qualifying service and finance agreements required. $279.99 down plus 30 per month times 24. Full price $999.99. 0% APR for well-qualified buyers plus tax on full price. Allow eight weeks for rebate. Shit. All right, man. So it's the holiday season, man. And during the holiday season, some people just like to get a little funky and a little extra, man. <laughs> okay. They just do. They do. They do. So with that being said, man, we want to talk about co-parenting <laughs> during the holiday season. You understand what I'm talking about? Like, do y'all, how many of y'all feel that extra, extra-ism? Pressure? I could say pressure or extra, Ex- just. Extra-ism? The extraness? The extraness. Mm-hmm. Just doing too much during holiday season. What do you, what do you mean by doing Meaning too much? Meaning that you're not looking out for the child's best interest. You're looking out for your moment. Like, oh, man, this is Christmas, and I got this nice tree up. I want... Okay, so let's say you're co-parenting, and y'all got your custody intact. Mm-hmm. Everything's good all year. Christmas happens to fall on your day. Who is your day? Whoever I'm talking to. The co-parent says, man, listen, I might want to keep him or her or them on this day because... I plan something for them. All right. Well, first of all, that's selfish. For you to believe you're the only parent, assuming both parents are active, of course, 
if if you feel as though the other parent doesn't want to spend time with the kid on the holiday, like the fuck is you doing? Isn't that like, what you should the- automatically have it in your mind that hey, at some point, like I'm gonna split the time. Yo, it shouldn't be hard to split time with the, amongst parents with the kid, especially on holidays. I have them to a certain hour. You pick them up at that hour. You got them for the rest of the day, or vice versa. You can't just say, "Well, we had an event planned at nine. I wasn't gonna get back till six, and that's kind of late." He normally go to bed at seven. Uh, listen, <laughs> I don't give a fuck about none of that. All right, I want my son or my daughter on Christmas. How can we work it out so that your schedule isn't just taking over the entire day? That's Facts. not fair. It's not fair. Let's be all about the fair, guys. We all love our kids. We're supposed to. We all want to spend time with our kids. We're supposed to. But you gotta, you gotta, you you can't just X out the other parent like that automatically. Shit just don't work like that. And then it's oh, go ahead. <clears throat> I was gonna say, excuse me. <clears throat> I was gonna say now if the other parent just don't mind, or if you ask and they just like, yeah, whatever. I mean, I might be a little concerned as a parent. Like, damn, bitch, you don't want to see your son on Christmas? Like, the kind of shit is you want? But whatever, yeah, cool. I'll take him. No problem. Mm-hmm. Well, my thing is. It could be that conversation that you have with the uh, other parent where they ask you, hey, do you have anything planned? Like, it could be your day, but they want to know if you have anything planned. Mm-hmm. I don't think you having anything planned should go into... Um, well, since you're not doing nothing. I'm since not you're not doing nothing, I might as well... He or she might as well stay with me. No. No. Do you have my do day. You, do you have something planned? But, but mm-hmm. okay, but they can have something planned, but it doesn't matter what you have planned. If this is my time... Well, I don't have to... I don't have to um, allow you to take our child wherever you're going. Right. Facts. Right. You understand what I'm saying? I'm the type of person, I'm like this. Okay, holidays. If, I'm going to just go with the two major ones because I don't really know too many other. Twice, nigga. What? I'm sorry. I was thinking out loud about my son. What you mean? Choke me a bitch. I'm going to see my son. Is Wayne Brady going to have to choke a bitch? (laughs) What? (laughs) Give me my motherfucking son. Stop playing with me, man. What y'all said yesterday, what Tyrese said on, um, um, waist deep. I want, I want my to see, son. I want my son. No, that was a uh, that was baby boy. Baby boy. I want to see my son. Junior. <laughs> <laughs> Junior. <laughs> Shit. But um, who was I saying? <laughs> you have something planned. He like the mother or the father might have something planned, and you might not have something planned. But it's your day, and you and they ask you, hey, well, do you have anything planned? And you go, hey, no, I don't got anything planned. <clears throat> well, do you mind if I? You do have the option to say yes or no. You don't have to say yes because you don't have anything planned. And if you do say no, that no should be respected. Right. Like, facts. no. I, I, I just want to chill like the with great, my kid. Like the great councilman Jarrell Blakely said a few episodes ago when he was here, no is a complete sentence, goddamn. In itself. You feel me? No. And that's, what you, why not? Uh, because no. This conversation is over. Why not? You're not doing nothing? Whoa. Listen. I don't have to be doing anything to want to be with my kid. I Actually, I prefer being with my son when we don't have shit to do. You know how fucking tiring it is running around with a kid all day? No, we don't have shit planned. We're going to sit in the house and watch these cartoon movies. It's Legos and race cars and fucking tracks all over the floor. And we just chilling. Like, we just being men chilling in the house, scratching our nuts, laying on the couch, eating cereal with the same hand. We chilling. So I Google <laughs> the top five tips to help you with co-parenting during the holidays. Okay. Number top five, top five parenting tips, co-parenting tips for the holidays. Number one is have realistic expectations. To me, I'm not going to read this whole paragraph. I'm just going to read the title of them and we can just go off what we think <coughs> that it could mean. Okay. To me, that means is just because a holiday is coming up, don't think that 
you're going to get special treatment or special a special schedule and you've only thought about that to yourself like you be, you you home like home christmas coming up i wonder if that but don't never reach out and ask but don't reach out to me right. and then the holiday but comes you ask me and i'm like nah well you done shattered your whole dreams because you didn't communicate with me on this mm. my whole mm. thing is and some people and set yourself up. For I might fear. be a little different, but when it comes to like Christmas holidays, Fourth uh, J- J- of July, things of that nature, a uh, Christmas, <coughs> Thanksgiving, Fourth of July, things of that nature. If it's not my day, it's not my day. Right. It 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 stops with the confusion, and I think people they hurt themselves when they say, "What well, is a holiday? I think I should get an extra day." Like, no. Or well, also I feel as though you need to a a, a great way to be able to navigate through these type of situations is to know the person you're talking to, right? That's a fact. You got to know who the fuck you're talking to. If you know this person isn't a last-minute plan type of person, why would you continually try to pull last-minute plans off when it comes to the kid? People just get selfish and they get to themselves and they don't think about what the other person possibly has going on to not even simply ask. Just give me the decency just to ask. It's fine. Because if it's not my day, and it's something happening I want to do with my son, what you think I'm going to do? Yo, you feel me? Hey, you know what I'm saying? It's barbecue. They got fucking grilled dogs, watermelon, everything. Where my boy at? Oh, we ain't doing shit. We in the crib. You mind if I come scoop him? No? Why, why? All right. All right, fine. Cool. I remember that shit. The next time you got something going on, I'm going to tell your ass no. And I don't want to hear nothing about it. Mm. I, I give motherfuckers what they give me. Oh, I can't take my son today because you ain't doing shit? All right. But that's my thing. See, I wouldn't do that because see how you just led that into a next time I got you on some payback. If it was just a random day and it's not my day to have my child and it's like a, a party going on, I'm I don't know if I would even mention it because you're just throwing a ripple into the wave that's already going. And some people can't handle a hiccup. You understand what I'm saying? Because well, they'll be like, okay, well I did you this favor because reverse it. Because now they like, well I did you this favor such and such time. Now you owe me one. And the second that they reach out to you, they want that energy back. I'm good. With you might not be thinking about that. I'm good with returning favors. Like I remember, so first of all, in a co-parenting situation, it's not really a pretty situation, right? So it's not like y'all just well at first anyway. It might take some time, but it's not just like just y'all just talking and shooting the shit all day. You're trying to get through this conversation so you can just figure out what the fuck you need to do next, right? So. You got to walk on eggshells a bit because you know who you're dealing with and how the situation is a little tense. You just got to present it in a way where it's not rude, it's not disrespectful, you know what I'm saying? It's not coming like you just don't give a fuck about what he or she got going on. You just got to be open to hearing what the fuck they got to say. If I want, if you're not doing nothing, there's also the, the case of if why not, right? Like you, you have the right to say no in regards to me getting my, my kid on your schedule day. But if I have things that I want to do with him, why would you deny me that if y'all just chilling? I'll bring him back when we finish. Absolutely. He'll be back. We'll be gone for a couple hours, two, three, four hours. I'm pretty sure you got shit it is that you probably need to do for yourself that you can use that time to do. Let me help you. Take him off your hands for a little bit. We'll go have fun. He'll be nice and tired. And when he get back, he'll go to sleep. You good. That sounds like a dream co-parenting situation for a (laughs) lot of people. My co-parenting situation isn't too far from that. Like, my baby mom, she can hit me up and ask me stuff like that. I don't mind. Actually, that just happened to me. I was supposed to have my son this weekend, but he's sick, right? And she likes to keep him in the house when he's sick. At first, it bothered me because I was like, I can still take care of him when he's sick. But I had to come to the realization that it's something different about a mother's nurturing. 
all right, cool. Maybe I won't be able to take care of him as well as she can while he's this ill. Although I still want to see him and I want to spend time with my son, I'll figure it out. You know what I'll do? You're going to keep him? I'll come, to, I'll come over to the crib on Saturday to kick it with him for a few hours. That's cool? Yeah, that's cool. I bet. I don't think that's that hard. Like, And you just segue into the next one, number two, have empathy for the co-parent. So it's kind of like have a little understanding that right. um, you know, it might be best this week. This week? Okay, cool. You want to keep him or her for the weekend or all week? See what's going on. See, like, if you can feel that it's real, like, okay, I got a lot going on. I need my kid around me. So, you know what I mean? Any, anything, you know what I'm saying? It's where, like, okay, cool. I'm not doing much. I'm good. I'm Gucci over here. My health is good. You might need him or her around you this week. And, okay, cool. Be my guest. You understand what I'm saying? So just have, like, so just think sometimes... It is the best interest of the co-parent. And sometimes it's like, well, shit, man. This little boy is a lot. I can use a break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, keep him. <laughs> it's like that shit is real, my nigga. Yeah, I don't feel like chasing him around this week. You know what? It's fine. Keep him. You you, you deal with that. About time, this time period is over. I've been missed him enough to want him back anyway. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. That's, that's how I can and if you listen to if you're listening to this and you're a co and you and you doing and you're doing a co-parenting thing, don't think that. Not seeing your child one weekend makes you a bad parent all of a sudden. Cause Sometimes I feel like that, yo. I be like, damn, I ain't seen my son in like four days. I'm losing. Like, mm. I, I feel like that. But then that's when, I, that's when I make that phone call. Yo, can I FaceTime him? Yo, you mind if I stop by? Like, I'm asking. Like, like whatever you tell me, I accept. But you're not going to just deny me for my kid, though. Like, we're not home right now. But when we get back, I'll FaceTime you so you can see him. And at, the, right, cool, and at, no and at the same time, being one hell of a father... You still have to be one hell of a person, you know. You have to love yourself. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So if That's this, why sometimes I'm not mad when his ass don't come. <laughs> so now I can get into some self loving, <laughs> right? And, and that could be whatever. I can I can uh, network. I can hang out with friends and family. We still need that, my nigga Nate. What's good? We still need that as as parents. And yeah. I think we get caught up in that. Well, this is my weekend, so I can't plan nothing. You know what I'm saying? And it's right. just. You just never know. So as long as y'all got, as long as y'all communicate on that level, have empathy for each other should come easy. Uh, number three, do not make assumptions for your co-parent. Don't make assumptions. That's true. That's true. It's very true. You ain't doing nothing anyway. That ain't. You don't know. That what ain't the point. The fuck, I'm doing anyway. That ain't the point. You know what? People get into the habit of okay, we were in a relationship. I know your habits. I know what you got going on. So when I call you at this specific time on this day, I know you're not doing shit. So you might as well give me what I want. No, you're gonna fuck around and drown off this way. That's a conversation for trouble, though. Like, why do people think that works, though? I don't know, man. I don't know, bro. I'm just gonna call you and be like, listen, I know you ain't doing nothing, so I'm keeping him or her. Actually, that's offensive off the rip. Bitch, you don't know what I'm doing. Listen. Even though I'm sitting here eating Cheetos, scratching my ass, you don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And I'm doing. sorry. If I wanna sit on the couch and watch TV with him or her, that's us spending time. That's, that is us doing something. No, we ain't going to the, we ain't going out, we ain't going to no parties. No, we chilling. But right. that's still my time. So regardless, don't assume and um, don't call me with the, well, I know you ain't doing nothing. So do blah, not blah, blah, assume blah. what the other co-parent is doing. Number four. You don't know shit. Number four, be the bigger person. Oh, God. Ooh, that's, that's the hard one. Right but how there. many times though? That's the hard one. Yo. That's the hard one. That's, that's the balance you got to find. <laughs> because why are you trying to, listen. Being a bigger person all the time gets tiring and annoying. Like, when the fuck you gonna be the bigger person? Facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's be the bigger people. Let's be the ooh. Mm. Let's be the bigger ooh. people. <laughs> 
Yeah, but real shit though, like being the bigger person all the time, that frustration at, at a point in time is gonna boil over. Especially fucking with a nigga like me, cause bitch, I, I hold everybody equally accountable. Like if you expect me to be doing this, I expect you to do same do the same shit. I'm not gonna ask of something for you of you that I don't expect of myself. So yeah, man, like fuck that. Facts, facts. Fuck right. all at the end of that. the day, let's be the bigger people in this. Um so that's a hard it can't keep going. It can't too, keep man. going one way. Nah, Number five, short and sweet, leave the kids out of it. That's a fact. Lead the kids out of it. Like out of what? Out of y'all dispute, out of the negativity, out of um even back to what I was saying at the beginning. Um, if it's my day and it's a holiday, don't tell me why you want to keep him or her because of what you want. And you better present that shit a couple of days in advance. Like, don't hit bitch up Christmas Eve like I want him tomorrow. Uh the schedule's already set. I mean, like, like don't don't hit me up saying, Oh, I decorated the house real nice and I want him or her to stay. That ain't got so nothing to do with tomorrow. him, her, or me. <laughs> It'll be right. nice it's tomorrow. Like, that's, that, that, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's what you did. We, right. And, and, and then and you why know the fuck you, you ain't do that shit on your day? Why you choose to do it now? Like, you should have did it when you had them. How about that? It's Christmas, right? How about y'all open y'all gifts a day early if the kid's not going to be there? Like, there's so many things you can do. Honestly, y'all, I'm not going to give a fuck about my kid opening the gifts before Christmas. Like, you don't want him to, you don't care. No, I'm not going to care. Like, yeah, me neither. I give people that gifts all the time before Christmas and shit. Like, Whenever you can get your time, get it. So I it, bought it. Here, here you go. If your time, friend. if your yours. time, first off, there's so many families who open their gifts at midnight. Anyway. Right. But if your time is Christmas Eve, have a ball on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Because if the other parent's day is Christmas, then let that parent have his or her day on Christmas. And also, it's all of my thing. It's all of my, well, yeah. I want them to open the gifts on Christmas, bruh. Yo, it's the same shit Bruh. that's going to be in a fucking package. My son is bugging me right now. Can he open his gifts? They don't care what day <laughs> right. it is. No, it's not Christmas yet. What the fuck difference do it make? It's going to be morning, ain't it? Like, who the fuck cares? These kids don't know. Hey, is it Christmas yet? But wait, what is, is it Christmas yet? Hey, wake up. It's Christmas. What? I got gifts? Like, I don't, but what is it about waiting until Christmas morning to open gifts? But like, this, what is that thing? But this what is, is Huh? The snow? This is True, yeah. kind of what we're talking about. Don't make this about the kids because it's really not. This is about you and your mental, your mentality of it's December 25th. I want them to just, I, I just want to see them open their gifts on Christmas. It's, bro, it means nothing to nobody but yourself. I, just I think see, we have to get away from that. I just want to see my kid. That's it. Right. Tradition. Niggas don't celebrate tradition. Niggas don't even know how to spell tradition. <laughs> I don't know anybody. Fair. I don't know anybody who's like 100% traditional. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know those people no more. Niggas just say fuck it and do whatever works at the time. At the same time, who am I to tell you what means to you? I'm just going off from my perspective and you kind of like piggyback off that. Christmas or Christmas Eve, open your gifts. It means nothing to me. You understand what I'm saying? Because it is what it is. Right. Now, if you're one of the person, if, if you are somebody that it means so much to. All right, cool. You got to respect that. That's something, but that's a conversation that needs to be had. Don't hit me up the day of. I feel like you should know that though a bit. If either person, if you, that's assuming there was a relationship prior to the Fact. conception. That's, that's true. I feel like you should know if that person, how that person feels around holiday time about being with family. I'm big on going to my grandmother's house and being with my family, you know what I'm saying, on Christmas and on um, Thanksgiving. So you're saying that one should assume, well, man, Christmas. No, no, no. Well, that. You still got to holler at me. No, you still got to holler at me. You still got to holler at me. You still got to holler at me, but you're hollering at them because 
you're not sure as to how, you know what I'm saying, it is now after the relationship with this particular holiday and how you feel about the kids and, you know what I'm saying, that time being spent. All right, man. So we can spin off that, man. I think I got a new little uh, segue joint. Let me see oh, how this sounds. Joe Button. <laughs> Shout out to Joe Button. Hey, yo, Joe Button funny as hell. <laughs> That's funny. That's going to be my uh, segue button. <laughs> Do it again. What the fuck is he doing, yo? <laughs> yo, he got a but, show. Um, this morning I woke up to some news... Uh, Chris Rock uh, videos floating around, and it's six years old, so let's get that out the way. But Twitter has done it again. They've dug up old footage and why of Chris Rock, I don't know. Chris Rock is sitting around with a bunch of white people, one of them Jerry Seinfeld, and I don't know who the other two are. They're other two comedians, and they're going around saying the N-word with the E-R. Hard E-R. <laughs> and Chris Rock is just having a great time, you know, with these Caucasian men. And it just seems like Seinfeld is the only black man sitting there because he's just like, hey, you can't say that. I don't think he's allowed to say that. But six years ago, what do we think Chris Rock was thinking? Was he thinking about... Who was the hell he was Ricky Garvias? Probably was one of the guys. I don't know. But so um, just say words, pot. He just said Ricky Garvias, but I don't know who that fuck Jay that knows his is. stuff. Shout out to Jay. Is this one of those stripping the N-word of his power movements or... What do you just um, make of it? Did you see the video? I saw it. Okay. Honestly, honestly, I wasn't bothered. Okay. Um, I'm of a firm belief that people get words power, right? So it's like certain things, if it doesn't, if you don't allow it to affect you, it's no longer harmful. And I don't know how Chris Rock is with his friends. Maybe that white guy is such his friend that they speak like that on a regular basis to each other behind closed doors. I don't know. I don't know. For the fact that it's six years old, Twitter was popping six years ago. It was. Um, I'm just not with the let's dig up old dirt on motherfuckers and derail what they got going on now. Like, I, I'm not with it. It was six years ago. If it wasn't addressed then, if I committed a crime six years ago, don't come confront me now asking me questions, goddamn. You got to keep the same energy. I got away. So that was six years ago, man. <laughs> I got away with that shit, man. You fucked up. You should have got on me when the crime was hot. You know what I'm saying? It ain't hot no more. It's cold. Just like your ass. Get the fuck out of here. But, um... I can understand why people would be offended by it. I can understand why people would question Chris Rock. I just feel like we're more so in a society or an era, rather, where this type of thing is over-exploited to make people look bad intentionally. That's not that's what I'm not with. And that's why I'm not really too bothered about it because of the time period since this recording had taken place. If you wasn't mad six years ago, what the fuck you mad now for that's the thing. I don't. I think I don't know. That that is crazy. Obviously, this footage has been out there, or is this the first time this footage has surfaced? I don't know. But there should have been an outcry six years ago. Um, for and me, social media, all social media was popping six years ago. Yes, yeah, so I don't know. How, I don't know how this could have been swept under the rug. But for me, I don't put it past white people when it comes to the N word. They say it. They listen to rap music. Just the other day, I was listening to my white coworkers talk about the NWA movie and how good it was. Well, obviously, um, they they watched the movie, they heard the movie, and they heard a few N words go off, <laughs> and then they started talking about um, mm. Dr. Dre. Um, what about him? And how good he is. <laughs> white people at my job talking about how dope Dr. Dre is. Obviously, if you listen to Dr. Dre, you you know what I'm saying. So. 
I don't put it past white people when it comes to the N-word. This was just one of Chris Rock's many conversations that just happened to be recorded. I asked a white dude that before when I was doing Uber. I was doing Uber. I was out in Princeton, picked up some college dudes. Two was from Princeton, one was from England. And I was I can't remember what I was listening to at the car, but it was in the car, but it was rap. And I turned the music down and I asked all three of them. I said, hey, let me ask y'all something. Yo, white people say nigga when y'all listening to rap music? He was like, honestly, bro, yeah. <laughs> he was like, honestly, bro, yeah. I was like, I know you do. It's Son. it's no way you're gonna be in a room by yourself and offensive. I don't I don't pause when fucking honky or cracker is said. You know what I'm saying? I don't pause. Oh shit, they said honky. I can't say that word in a song. I always I say it. you can't compare the N word to none of that white you, stuff. You can't. It, it's you can't. But I'm just I'm just uh, conforming of a list of derogatory terms that could affect people. But for but me, it, nigger is on a different scale because of the history behind it. But at the same time, like I don't like when he said that to me, I wasn't surprised at all. Like, she was out there smiling too, and he looking at the brothers. Anyways, <laughs> when I when I was doing Uber, when I was doing Uber, and I, I would pick up the kids, um, college kids, Rutgers University, and they would put Camden me on the New Brunswick, New Brunswick. All right, they would that put, makes a difference. They would put me on to the music that they wanted to play. And them white girls, oh my God, they sung every word, every drip, drop, nigga, 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 nigga. And it was just like, all right, whatever. Are we really it was surprised fun. that white but people But that's say what nigga? I'm saying. Like, it's no, it don't surprise me. That, just, they, they say this shit, bro. Like, at the I, end of the day, look at Chris Rock, though. Look at Chris Rock. Chris Rock looks like he has more white friends than black friends. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, people just think because you're black that you got to hang, all your friends got to be from the hood. And all your friends got to be this type. Of, nah, Chris Chris Rock, and I, I was watching one of his specials. I think he said he lives in a white neighborhood with only like four his, black neighbors. His, his neighbor Oprah. is the dentist. Yeah, dentist yeah. It's like a, he his, was like, he ain't the best dentist in the world. Right. He was like, I live next to Jay-Z. Uh, Mary J. Blige. Uh, Mary J. Blige. And a fucking dentist. And uh, and all of them are the best at what they do. Right, He right, was just like, yeah. so, you know, we got to do to afford these houses. One of my neighbors is a dentist. A fucking dentist. He's he a white the best dentist. dentist in the world. <laughs> he ain't won a, a, a war for dentistry. He's just a regular nine to five fucking dentist. At the end of the day, Hollywood is a weird place, man. So um, with that being said, you can be offended by this. I just want to know, like, what was he trying to get out of this? Was he trying to strip the power? I don't know. Seinfeld was the only, you know what I mean, real G in the room because he was just like, oh, I'm uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Shout out to man, Seinfeld. He say that shit. He too. probably do, but guess what? You ain't fooling me, goddamn. You ain't about to get me okay. You, you, pulled, you pulled the blanket up. He but was hey, smart. I mean, that's, that's all I'm saying. But then, I mean, that's all I'm saying. Smart. I mean, I'm going to give him I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt and say that he honestly feels that way because he didn't. He didn't um, revert from it. And then everybody else was still cool about it. But I think if he would have known this video wasn't going to pop up till six years later, he probably would have dropped one. Seinfeld dating a black girl? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know much about Seinfeld, to be honest. But But you ain't fooling me, Jerry, motherfucker. I know you said that shit once or twice. Don't lie. White people get mad at black people. They be crossing in traffic or do something wrong. What the fuck are you doing? This guy. Fucking nigger. Absolutely. Right behind your steering wheel. Absolutely. Yeah, I know you. Time for fresher fiasco. <laughs> it's time for fresher fiasco, Jerry man. Ain't mean that shit, Kelly. You don't even know that nigga, man. Um, fresher fiasco is when we um we state a subject, a topic that's going on. We debate whether it's fresher fiasco, why and why not. So first <laughs> off, man, fresher fiasco. This is a long one, so bear with me. Travis Scott agreed to do the Super Bowl. That's one thing. 
Jay-Z is trying to talk Travis Scott out of doing the Super Bowl. So fresh a fiasco, Jay-Z trying to talk Travis Scott out of the Super Bowl. Um, I think it's fresh. I think it's fresh because I just learned niggas don't get paid for Super Bowl performances. Mm. There is no check for a Super Bowl. The league or endorsements or sponsors, whatever, they pay for your production and the set, but they do not put money in the performer's pocket. Okay, so what the fuck are you doing this for again? You're dating a Kardashian. You got the crossover appeal that you need to sell records and appeal to the masses. What the fuck else you need? And on top of everything going on with the NFL, like niggas are still on their knife for the NFL. Kaepernick ain't got a job because he ain't nil. So mad niggas turned down the Super Bowl, including Hove. So I can understand why he would want to, you know what I'm saying, uh, put the OG touch to him and put his arm around his shoulder and like, listen, man. Like, let me under, let me help you understand why I feel as though you shouldn't do this. Obviously, Travis is his own man. He's going to do what he want. But a few words from an OG never hurt nobody, man. I, I'm going to go fresh that he's trying to talk him out. Because at first, I wasn't paying attention to the whole nobody's doing the Super Bowl thing. I just, you know, it was just like whatever. Because I haven't really enjoyed the Super Bowl performance since, like, a Beyonce or <laughs> Bruno Mars. I mean, the uh, last year with Timberlake was trash, bro. And um, there's a few others where I just be like, bro, I don't really care for the Super Bowl halftime show. But then it got brought to my attention that musicians, black musicians, were turning down the Super Bowl in honor of Kaepernick. It's a stance of unity. Mm-hmm. And then here goes Travis Scott jumping out the window. I'll do it. And it kind of like when we're trying to unify, we just can never do it. It just we get, We can never stand strong. And we almost made it. I think if not for Travis Scott, there would be no black musicians or black artists performing at the Super Bowl. And I don't feel like everyone is always nobody. Everyone, every single person never sticks to the plan. It's always one. Like, it's always a few. We almost we almost had one, though. We almost had this was was almost going to work. Maybe this conversation will hold and change his mind. But then again, I dug I dug some stuff up with Travis Scott. Um, he had an interview in nineteen in two thousand fourteen. With the shit about Mike Brown with Hot ninety seven, yeah. And Ebro asked Scott how he felt about the Ferguson and how hip hop affects the youth culture. And Scott said, "I'm kind of angry. So many black people are acting like fake activists. I'm not saying he deserved to be killed, Mike Brown, but I'm not saying that he didn't deserve to pay for his consequences he probably inflicted." He then goes on to talk about the problem with black people and being that there's always has to be a disruption when something like Ferguson's situation happens. So he's kind of like on the fence of all situations <coughs> where he's not pro-black. And he, I wouldn't say that. Huh? I wouldn't say he's not pro-black based on that statement. I, well, I'm, I'm going to say he's not it's, pro-black based sounds, on that six, well, statement. So I, I'm, but, but I'm saying is... define as pro-black? I'm saying that he has his own... I'm not about to tell you my definition of pro-black but when i got from this was he's i don't bro i don't know the definition of pro-black i said your definition no. it doesn't have to be a dictionary definition but fine go ahead i can't think of off the top of my head i'm just telling you when i when I, when i read this it sounds to me as if he's going with what feels good to him instead of even if you believe kaepernick is a good quarterback or not or kaepernick belongs in the nfl we need to stick together for this purpose he's Taking upon himself to say, well, I don't think the NFL is racist. Uh, I'm going to do what I want to do type of vibe. I'm not going to say that. I think he's kind of ignoring the stigma that's going on surrounding the NFL. But I do think he's putting his brand first. 
right? Especially since there's not a bag involved. So the only thing that you're really getting it out of it is an audience that didn't probably didn't listen to you prior to you performing at this event, which is what damn it, all concerts are like anyway. Now, I don't know the true definition of pro-black, but if you go my brand or the perp or the cause, I'm going to say that you really ain't pro-black. Mm-hmm. That's what that's all I'm saying. I don't know the real definition of it, but if he had an option, his option was get out there and gain more audiences and or stand up for what you believe in. So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, there is no bag. But at the same time, he's married to a Kardashian, just like you said. And he's are they married? I don't know if they, they married. married. I don't think so. They just got to stay together. They close. But at the same time, yeah. you, you don't think she in his ear. It's kind of like how Nikki was in Meek. I'm going to show you how to cross over. Oh, man. Them Kardashians is bad. I'm going to show you how to get all of them. I'm going to show you how to get this money. All of them. And getting this money is not you got to do the Super Bowl because you don't get paid to do the Super Bowl. But I've known so many artists albums has skyrocketed to the top after performing at the Super Bowl. So it's just I don't think he needs it, but I can understand why he might want to go through with it. Would I go through with it? No, just because I don't want motherfuckers sitting around talking about me like this. <laughs> I don't think I'm he like, cares, nah. He had, yeah. a big, he had a big year. He this already like won. He not necessarily need to do it. That's my point. So he already won. He already beat, like he had the number one album in the country. People was talking about his album is one of the best of the year. You don't What's need up, that, big day? But um, all right, fresh and fiasco, man. Memphis Councilman, what's his name? Berlin Boyd responds to a heckler in a tense council meeting with your mama. Fresh. Fresh a fiasco. Fresh. Curse these niggas out, man. <laughs> your mama. Your mama, dog. I ain't got time to be going back and forth with you about this, that, and the third. I'm going to get straight to the point. Your mom. Now what? <laughs> your mom, dog. That's definitely wild. Fresh. I'm going to go fresh, man, because that's the times that we in. Like, you heckling me. You heckling me for what you don't know nothing about, <clears throat> and you calling me all types of things. You know what? And I'm going to keep it short sweet. Your mama. <laughs> Whoever threw that paper, your mom's a hoe. <laughs> Sometimes he probably had a long day. He could have said something way worse than that. Like, he could have just went off on a profanity tirade and just, like, completely crushed his own image at the same time. But he just kept it nice and simple. Sir. Your mom. <laughs> Leave me alone. And whoever, you know he said, whoever he said that to probably had no comeback for that because it threw him off. Probably mom. sitting there in the stands. Like, oh, my mom? Like, really? My mom? All right. So move on to the next one. Fresher fiasco. Florida's minimum wage is increasing on January 1st, 2019, making this the state's biggest increase in six years. And they're going to go from eight twenty-five an hour to eight forty-six an hour. Talk about it. Ooh, big fucking money. That's fiasco, man. That's a fucking fiasco. That ain't no goddamn raise. What the f- That's the biggest increase in six years? Ooh. <laughs> no one of them niggas out there robbing motherfuckers like crazy. Mm. <laughs> they ain't getting no goddamn money. That's a little ass, a little ass check. You know how mad you would be if you put in 40 hours and you open up an $8.46 and I would check? But you know what's crazy, though? I'm robbing you. <laughs> I remember, <laughs> I'm not going to say no names because I don't want to get in trouble, but I remember when some jobs was passing out 10 cent, right? And what they tell you is they give you the value of the whole year. So let's say that's 1000 Let's say that's 1500 plus. We just made $1,500 extra. It sounds good if you break it down. Well, give it yearly. to me right now then. But I'm saying the way that they present it, it sounds good because you might just get it's a gang. 10 cent, a dime extra. That ain't nothing but gang. 
it sounds good if you make it nineteen ninety five an hour, and then you go from nineteen ninety five to twenty. You're gonna be making an extra fifteen thousand dollars a year. <laughs> First of all, fifteen thousand dollars a year ain't shit unless you're already making bread. If you broke and you're making an extra fifteen thousand, you're still gonna be broke. Now if I was it's broken down through twenty six pay periods throughout the year, bro. That's, and well, I'll, I don't know. And I'll say this: when it comes to the whole state getting. What are they getting? Like uh, $8.46 an hour is a raise. They're getting $0.41 extra. The entire state, that's kind of a lot of money for the entire state to pay for. Well, with that being said, it's still, you can't live off $8.46. I don't care where you're from, where you at. It's no way you can live off $8.46. I don't, you know what? When my son get his first job and I ask him how much they paying and he say $8.46, I'm telling him to quit. No, he's going to... But see, that's the thing. Get the fuck out of here. He's going to have to take one of them $8 jobs. Like, we, he turned 15, 16, and Reedus is hiring McDonald's or something. Best believe he's going to be making eight twenty five. Nah, man. My son is will be two on Thursday. By the time he's old enough to work a job, minimum wage better be like $19. Facts. No, no, that ain't happening. But, <laughs> then, like but then you think about, okay, let's say it is $19. Do you know how much the cost of living? See, it's, it's based yeah, on the cost true. of living. Whatever they, if they listen, if McDonald's, if McDonald's start giving you nineteen dollars an hour, that's telling you that the cost of living is extremely high. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, he do got a call before he walk. Hmm? Damn. Matter, yeah, matter of fact, he gonna be at that point. He better be some type of entrepreneur. He sell some, selling some type of baby goods or something. Make your own canned food or some shit. <laughs> he got to create a hustle. Cause listen. I don't know how long you're gonna be comfortable with 846, bro, but you better you better make something happen with that. Fresher fiasco, the last one. Fresher fiasco, President 45, that cocksucker asking, um, started a GoFundMe to fund the wall. This nigga started a GoFundMe for people to donate money to build the wall to block off the border for Mexico. You know how much money that earned in like four days? Like eight million dollars. Out of a budget of a billion is what they're trying to reach. Eight million dollars. If that ain't some racist shit, bro. Like, y'all, <laughs> energy y'all is real. want that wall that bad? Y'all willingly donated eight million dollars when they're going to figure out a way to get over that shit anyway? These are Mexicans we talk about. These motherfuckers are resilient, bro. They, they going to figure that shit out. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man. I hope we ain't got... Listen, man. Shout out to my Mexican listeners. Shout out to... No, I'm serious. Like, they going to get it done. Oh, did you think you could keep me from over the wall, eh? <laughs> I'm a dick of tunnel essay. And I really I didn't <laughs> Dick a tunnel essay. I um I never really looked into this wall thing and I don't really see how this What money, Dean? The money's gonna be legal El, defense? El Chapo <coughs> dug holes out of prison, so Bro, El Chapo dug holes in prison. You think his homies on the outside ain't gonna figure a way to dig a hole under the wall straight to the fucking White House? <laughs> Come up in Trump toilet like, oh, nigga, you tried to keep a bitch out. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. This bro. is definitely a fiasco. We could the money that they're raising. Yeah, okay. What he said? Trump's family. That money's going to a legal defense for and Trump's I was, family. And I was gonna say, what happens when you don't reach a billion? Where the money you gonna get niggas, you gonna donate that you money gonna, back? You gonna get the money back? Or you're going to build the parts of the wall that you can. You're going to have a half-ass wall till you get the rest. Now that you mentioned That's a terrible contract. Now that you job, mentioned this is this is not for no wall, son. He about to pocket all that bread. You know what's about to happen? You know what's about to happen? Oh, man. You know what's about to happen? They done got busted legally, right? So he trying to figure out his exit strategy. I need some bread so I can take care of everything. <laughs> just like Dean said. Just like you said, Big Dean. That's legal defense. The wall is about to come crashing down in the White House. And that nigga is trying to muster up every dime for an escape plan. 
Now, I don't know how the GoFundMe works, but like I say, if they don't meet their uh, um, their number, does he have to give the money back? Does he have to explain? Nah, nah. Does he have to explain when, to when the you, people? When you, give it, when you do a GoFundMe, once you donate it, you gave it to that cause. You ain't getting that back. Woo, daddy. You donated to that cause. It's a donation. Who the fuck gives a refund on a donation? Fiasco. Fiasco. It's a fiasco, man. But that wasn't even enough. That was the first half of it. What was the other half? What was the other half? Because I, I just see the picture you sent. I don't know what else you sent. So the original, the original, this, this is a post from in response to Trump's uh, GoFundMe building a wall. So there's another GoFundMe that supports tunnels under Trump's wall. <laughs> <laughs> so they're donating. They got a goal of 150 million and they're asking people to donate the money to them so they can build the tunnel. Under the wall. <laughs> <laughs> and niggas is donating. Fresh. Niggas is donating, man. That's fresh, fresh. bro. <laughs> exactly. They ain't the real immigrant. The real illegals are the ones who fly here and, and stay. Mm. They visa done expired. Green card done past, past expiration date. But you still in your cousin's apartment. Chilling. I think we did one good... I think we did a hell of a job of filling in the void, man. I think, you know... I never doubted it. <laughs> you feel of course me? not. That's course what not. pros do. We could do this. Shit. We could do this yeah, like man. this every week if we wanted to. That's what pros do, because it's lit every week on the podcast, Brothers, episode 117. Shout out to AC Thorne Brian again in the building for recording on the camera. Greatly appreciated. The Absolutely. visuals Absolutely. are everything when we do this. Next week, we'll be recording on Saturday. Uh, we're going to do like a live-ish type of show. Yeah. Um, at the Smith Foundation. So we look forward to that. You know what I'm saying? It's Those aren't the ones they care about you, right? You know what I mean? So so we're gonna be um sat recording Saturday at a live show type of type Please of dig. type of vibe. So you know what I'm saying? Watch out for that show. Um by the time you hear this, it'll be Christmas Eve. Merry Christmas to those who celebrate it. Um happy holidays to don't to those who don't happy celebrate. Happy Hanukkah, it. happy Kwanzaa, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, even though we talked to y'all before that. All, all that, all that. And if you like what you heard, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Share this episode with a friend. If you listen to this episode and you like it, tell your friends you know to listen you like to the podcast, you know brothers. You like and um, we will definitely appreciate that. And, also, um, shout out to my folks, um, my podcast community. Again, I'll be at LA on New Year's Eve. Fuck with your boy. I'm creating a movie. You can be a part of it or you can watch. Um, shout out to the YouTube subscribers, uh, YouTube watchers, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Wrapping gifts. We're in uh, the beautiful Starbucks again. So shout out to Starbucks downtown. Shout out to Starbucks. Train. And um, this was it, man. We 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 done. Podcast Brothers episode 117. Yeah, dig. Want entertainment designed just for you? Then check out customizable streaming TV from Xfinity. It makes your life simple, easy, awesome. Xfinity gives you customizable streaming TV options. Enjoy the most free shows anywhere on any device and even access your streaming apps right on your TV with X1. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. North Pole Hotline. Help, I know Santa was busy, but he missed some big styles on my family's list. Good thing there's Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep, Old Navy's got everything you still want. Right now, get up to 75% off store-wide from PJs to puffer jackets. Up to 75% off? Including thousands of clearance styles from just $1.99. I can't miss that. Or this. Today only, get 50% off all of Old Navy's jeans for adults and kids, even Rockstar 24-7 jeans. 50% off? Hurry into Old Navy for up to 75% off store-wide. Valid 1226 through 12 in stores only. Jeans sale valid 1226 excludes in-store clearance.